Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 18th of October. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money. And man, ah, Patrick Williams had such a bad first couple shifts in each half. I don't know if that rotation is going to really work for him. He did smash in like way too many minutes. I noticed he got 27 minutes the last time um, they were like doing a dress rehearsal game and they don't really have anybody else to run after him. So they just leave him out there and they did it again. And like, thank goodness they did. He was at two points at halftime or something. So I was able to take down a couple of saddies in preseason. I love it. Thank you, DK. He's doing all the work there. Uh, There was mega overlay on this uh, satellite in NHL. So I lost $44, but on the plus side, congrats to Charlie in the uh, Discord for the takedown. That was pretty dope. I had a fun time sweating it out with you. Um, okay, so then, yeah, uh, a goodbye, a Vikings farewell to uh, two of our little Eliminator lineups that, well, I'm not very good at best ball, it turns out, uh, with some of these lineups. Just what were you thinking with so many of these picks? Well, I was thinking Rashad Penny would get the, some of the work that these other guys are getting, I thought. You know, yes, you can see all the things that I thought and how they were all wrong and did not quite work out. So that's too bad. They are both Kyler Murray lineups. Obviously, we did not make it to the time of the season where that matters. So too bad. But on the plus side, hey, I forgot I was doing this. But and I don't mean to dox somebody, but I love SaberSim. So part of their deal is having the mini max challenge every week. You enter the 150 and the, the 50 cent. And if you're the best SaberSim person, you get whatever a shirt and some three hundred dollars and what is that five thousand divided by twenty two hundred fifty dollars of expected value in a free roll so that'll be fun um yeah and i i, yeah, I gotta brag you know i'm doing the show i gotta show you i'm actually good this is the lineup that did it obviously there was only 13 people who could have been better um and yeah would have been pretty sweet if i had uh put that in the millionaire of course as it is a pretty good lineup but I think that's, yeah, that's all we got for these. I did want to call out a comment from Jay Jr. 5757. Glad you catch. Glad you're enjoying the comment. And yeah, here for it all for the viral videos as well. But welcome. Glad to have you guys. Please like, comment, subscribe. Uh, only 50% on average of you are subscribed. It'll just help you get the content out there without having to hit whichever platform it was that you saw me on in the first place. Okay, so we're still building lineups. That uh, does give me a minute to do my little spiel. Eh. Okay, well, so I, I talk about being empathetic and stuff on the show all the time. So obviously, world affairs in the current situation are eating at me. They put it in freaking Thursday night or football and sports games and stuff. So I'll give you like one minute version of what's eating me alive as the guy who has told, told you to be empathetic. And two wrongs don't make a right. It's never a right to bomb a hospital. That's all I'm going to say. If you are objecting to that, dig into that. That's a problem for you, not for me. It's wrong to bomb hospitals. Yes, enemy fighters are at the hospital. Does not make it okay to bomb a hospital. Yes, I mean, we've got long-standing rules of war. And granted, our entire country exists because we broke some of those long-standing rules of war 300 years ago or whatever. But I don't think the rule of war where you attack wounded enemies is a bad one. Or you're not allowed to do that. So. Anyway, I uh, think there's a more um, obvious reason why a bunch of members of the opposing army would go to a hospital and that to think it's some big conspiracy is maybe not good. So don't do that. Uh, but yeah, I, this is not that kind of show. I just thought this would have run a little faster in the background. Um, and like I do say, I tell you guys to be empathetic. So if you are succeeding at that, you are likely hurting no matter what your overall 
view of the situation is because it's terrible and yeah, nobody likes to see that. And as a numbers person, I can't help but ignore the numbers ramping up and uh, maybe crossing a threshold sometime soon. So worries me and hurts me deep inside. All right, now back to the show. Okay, so who do we have? I have my, oh yeah, I could have told you who I have for captains instead of doing weird aside. Um, but yeah, so the captains I have chosen are the, the same way I normally choose the captains. Your top two um, pitchers, Javier and Scherzer, obviously, yeah, I'm all over um, Houston tonight for the same reason. Yeah, I was all over Arizona last night. I think it worked out. I don't, I didn't actually watch the game. I, I like the other sports better. At this point in the season, I like playoffs. I know how to win at playoff gambling, but like it's only one game one, right? Like I like watching sports where there's like a ton of games on, like hockey or, you know, basketball coming up soon. Just because then when a game gets to be a blowout, you don't have to keep watching it, right? So like it was 10 nothing yesterday, I think, in the, in the um, baseball game. So that's, I, now that I think about it, probably had something to do with why I turned it off. Uh, I only think I have like 11 in here. So this is a sample 20 for you for, for the slate. I assume we're jamming pitch. Not very much Javier. Okay, yeah, right. Javier, I think, is un, under projected, so we're not getting to enough him right now. I think it's a coin flip on these pitchers, um, and what we're projecting with Sabersim every day is not a coin flip, right? We're, we're projecting the average odds of winning, and it, it seems to me like the field is really chasing game one. That's what they did in the um, in the NBA playoffs, too, so it possibly is true, and it just harkens back to what used to be the original phase of DFS, where people just like a guy goes off and you play that guy. Now, we do have an interesting situation in this game. There's been some talk. Kyle Tucker's been struggling. I think they talked about moving him down in the batting order. If they do that, you need to pay attention to whoever got moved up in the batting order. That'll be a, an extreme value on this slate. I mean, who would you move up maybe? Let's think about it. Uh, Pena has been all right. You might move up Pena as a similar type of guy, type of bat for that that roll you might pull somebody i mean maybe move up a brayu he's he's got the experience he's been okay i whoever they move up you got to consider it um that's going to obviously add value you probably don't want to be on captain kyle tucker at seven percent that seems absurd i can't imagine we actually stay at seven percent uh yeah actually so i also can't really imagine that evan carter is really going to be 0.3 percent but if he is yeah play him that's amazing that's basically my captain position uh picks are always you either want the pitcher or the uh the pitcher who gets there and smashes the slate or the hitter who hits the home runs right those are the two things that are optimal captains in the playoff and i mean in the playoffs it can be even a hitter who gets like an rbi or two whoever's the top optimal hitter so that's what i've tried to pick out here you you obviously can see projection wise you've got simeon if you're throwing in 150 lineups you want some simeon in the mix but four percent just not enough meat on the bone for me I like Brantley at 1% as well, just like his place in the lineup is pretty solid. So that I might take bites there if I had more lineups. Just get so much leverage with that. Abreu at 2% also looks good. Pena at 0.9%. Jeez, I'm going to have to add that myself right now. Bottom of the lineup, guys, captain. That's incredible leverage. And it's the playoffs. These guys are very, I mean, I haven't looked at this series. Obviously, I stopped watching last night. And there probably were pinch hitters last night because the game didn't matter anymore. But in the case where the game stays close and matters, the top nine guys have been carefully, carefully chosen. And to, to, to pinch hit a guy is rare. And so that's why with all these partials you see down here, who are in the player pool, by the way, for uh, partials, the people who aren't starting but still have points. So Aroldis Chapman, Josh Fors, Phil Mayton, 
Brian Abreu, Rafael Montero, and Hector Neris. These guys all are expected to play enough where they should should be in your player pool because the relief pitchers who are good. This is an important game. You guys know what's going to happen. All these guys are going to get in there in high leverage situations. It doesn't matter if you're winning or losing at this point. If you're down 0-1, you put in the good guys. Maybe during the regular season, you're down 0-1, you put in some chumps or something. That's 0-1, probably not. But, you know, if you're losing, you don't put in the same guys as when you're winning. But this is the playoffs. You put in the good guys and you try to win. So you, you, you put the, I mean, a role as Chapman, 9% is a bit much, almost cross-offable. But mm, that is cross-offable. You don't want a guy who's not going to start and might not give you any points at all. In the case where, I mean, I did just say he's going to play in either case. But not in every case, right? Like he's going to play in like 75% of games, the ones that are close and or Texas is winning and it's close. But there's a solid that I can't pay 9% for a relief pitcher. I mean, you hear me sit, talking myself completely out of it. Also, I don't really think his upside is that much higher than the other pitchers. Yeah, he's, he's okay throwing a heater or whatever, but any of these other pitchers could get you there with two strikeouts in an inning. So we're going to cross off a roll this, but the other guys, Spores, Maton, Abreu, Montero, Neris, these are fine guys. If you want to stretch it, you can get to Will Smith, Stratton, Hunter Brown, the next guys who are like probably getting an inning, but maybe not if the starters can stretch it out. All right, let's look at exposures over here. We've got Simeon, Scherzer. Okay, you get it. You play the good guys. You jam them in. Oh, oh, right, settings. I do have one more settings thing. Settings. Uh, I did 48 to 49.5, um, and yeah, I built it under the 150 max rule, but with 20 lineups, probably should have done that with the 150. But yeah, let's bring over the this side of it again. Yep. Okay. Talked about that. Talked about the other thing. Oh yeah, join us in the Discord. Talk about Shark Chat. Um, I've talked about that. I thought I had the picture of it up, but I guess I didn't put that there. But yeah, we're doing a thing where like if you've had a thousand X hit, a lot of you guys are real big sharks. Um, I just made a level of like it's not premium, like you don't have to pay for it, but it is. You have to show me that you've had a thousand X win. So I think I've seen one guy who I know has a thousand X wins, so I probably should just, when I see you in there, just add you. In this case, it was uh, Matt Bossa, I think had a 50K win in the middle of the summer for our MLB show. This is the MLB show. Hey, great. So we do win sometimes, guys. And tonight, what was it up top? I didn't even, I'm not going to do the big tournament because my attention is mostly elsewhere slash. Can't have this game go bad and then I'm not watching. I'm going to watch the WNBA. You guys know, as a person, I'm more interested in, ah, 50K though. 50K is serious. They're getting serious about their baseball at top, huh? Well, it's possible I take a bite or two at the 50K. I am a sucker. These are not the lineups. Like I said, the entire slate hinges on Kyle Tucker news. Please pay attention to the Kyle Tucker news. If you do not pay attention to the Kyle Tucker news, you have nobody to blame but yourself when that is the important thing of this slate. It's like when anything changes in the playoffs, pay attention to that. That's the only thing mispriced on the slate, right? So uh, pay attention today. There's going to be two guys mispriced. You don't play Kyle Tucker if he moves his position in the order. You do play him if he's still in the good part of the order. And, I mean, not in captain, because for whatever reason, people are still very, very positive on Kyle Tucker. He's like the fourth highest owned captain. I just don't believe that, right? Like, I mean, I'm talking about the right guy, right? Kyle Tucker moved down. Yeah. Temporary move, struggle. Yeah, I, I knew this was happening. I'm like, what is going on, Saber Simmer? We, I mean, if Dusty Vegas talking about it, I think it should be reflected in our numbers. I don't think really he's going to be the fourth highest known play of the slate. I think everybody recognizes he's struggling. That includes the pitchers. 
they have him as the second highest owned batter. I mean, nuts. I, so whatever. I, bet on the Kyle Tucker um, gets it right narrative, which is Saberson's bet, but not not my bet. All right, yeah. Um, okay, so that brings us to the end of a long bunch of ramblings for the day. Um, hopefully, yeah, you're feeling good. You're ready for the day. You're ready to win a bunch of money. Because remember, in DFS, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, somebody does have to win that money. <laughs>